0: Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Just Get Started podcast. I'm your host, Brian Andreco, and thanks again for being a part of this journey. On today's solo episode, I wanted to speak around the topic of support systems, and even more specifically, communities, and something that happened yesterday that's really top of mind for me that I thought would be uh, apropos uh, to share in this episode. You know, the reality is that support systems, the people we hang around with, whether it's individuals or in a group setting, are such a massive part of our life, of our happiness, of our fulfillment, of making us inspired to do other things. It can't just be alone on an island. We have to have people around us. And there's people around us that are supporting us, that are um, encouraging us, that are there to give us constructive feedback. And there's people that are very negative that are pulling us and weighing us down. And one of the you know, hard balances of life is to be able to figure out you know, who are the best people to be around and how do I spend more time with that group. And it's such a big part that I have it as the second to last S in my compass framework because I feel that in order to have a fulfilling life, in order to be on a path toward more happiness and really having even a meaning in life, you have to have the right people that you're around. I've been fortunate to have that with the CrossFit community. I've been fortunate to have that with this community called NextGen that I was a part of for several years and the people that I um, discovered and still engage with through that. And that's something that I always encourage folks to look out for is what communities are you a part of? So certainly individuals in those communities or even just um, you know, kind of on the peripherals of that are important. But the community in general, the group of people, do you feel like there's an opportunity there for you to grow and expand and really become the person that you want to be when you're in those groups? So I wanted to share a quick story and then a couple lessons that I've learned from a community setting and and really questions you could ask yourself. And what really happened yesterday that kind of kicked this episode into gear is I have been off for a bunch, really, the last two and a half three weeks from CrossFit. I think I've only went two or three times. I've been traveling. I injured my back, so I was kind of giving it some rest for a few days. And on the ego, that's always hard. You know, for anyone out there that um, is fitness-oriented, it's really hard when you're used to going every day, and then all of a sudden you're shelved for a couple of days um, to heal up. So definitely already wanted to get back. I was antsy. I was excited. So I show up to yesterday's workout, and I'm excited just to do the workout. But knowing that when I get to that Part B when I get to that, what is called metabolic conditioning, the Metcon, and there's going to be some movement, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to finish and, and hit the time um, in order to say, hey, I, I really accomplished something today. I knew that was going to be mentally draining because I hadn't worked out a ton. I was obviously healing a little bit, and I felt like I was you know, close to 100% with the back. So it wasn't a worry there. It was more just actually getting back and doing the movements. So here's why I wanted to share that, because it comes back to the importance of community. And not just being around people, but that the people understand your motivations, your intentions, and vice versa. So we do part A of the workout, it's overhead squats, and and I kind of lightened the load a little bit. I didn't overdo it, um, knowing I hadn't worked out in a while, and I hadn't done overhead squats in a while, uh, which is basically the barbell, you know, pressed overhead, and then you're squatting down. But in part B of the workout, there was overhead squats. And then there was toes to bar or some ab movement. You could do knee raises. You can do an ab mass sit up. Nonetheless, the importance of it is that it was a progression downward. You started with 27 reps of each. Then you went down to 21, then 18, then 15, then 12, then nine. And you had to finish all of that in 20 minutes. And for me, not working out in a while, I already knew, like, okay, this is gonna be challenging and and taxing on the body. I knew the toes to bar were already gonna be a challenge for me just because those are harder for me, anyways, to sustain over a lot of reps. And then my abs haven't really got a lot of workout over the last few weeks. um, So I knew they were gonna get drained. But I'm doing the workout. I feel good. I'm going slow but steady. And I didn't realize, like, I'm getting tired. And there's about three minutes left in the workout, and I still have the number 12 and the number nine uh, rounds to go. But here's why it's so important and why I wanted to bring it up in the episode today. So one of the other CrossFit members um, that I've worked out with a ton um, over the years, Andrew, he had already finished, and he's a fairly good athlete as it is, so he worked through it um, pretty well. But he sees me kind of struggling a little bit. And he could have easily walked away. He could have picked up his weights. He could have done a numerous amount of things. But he decided to stand there and push me. And we've worked out enough. We're very competitive. He knows my drivers. He knows the motivation. He knows I want to finish before the clock hits double zero. At the end of the day, if I didn't finish the workout and it hit double zero and I still had reps, no big deal. It's just one workout, it's not life or death. But CrossFit is more than just the physical component. It's the mental component and being able to actually push yourself above and beyond, especially when you hit a wall, to be able to get over that wall and finish and complete it. So one of the things I preach about Andrew and really the CrossFit community in general, especially at CrossFit RTP where I go, is that he sits there and he's counting each of my reps with me. He's pushing me through it. He's encouraging me along the way. Because he knows I can finish. There's three minutes left, and I have 12 overhead squats and 12 toes-to-bar, and then I have nine overhead squats and nine toes-to-bar. And at this point, I had scaled my toes-to-bar to hanging knee raises to make it a little bit easier on me uh, because my my abs were tired out. But nonetheless, he pushes me through from one rep to the next, and even with one minute left, I remember I was just getting to the round of nine with one minute and he's pushing me. He's like, don't put down that barbell. Don't put down that barbell. And he's counting me off. I do those nine reps unbroken. And then I get to the hanging knee raises and also do those unbroken. And I finish with a handful of seconds left. But the big point is I finished. And without him standing there with me, without him encouraging me, holding me accountable, counting me down, there's almost no way I was going to finish. I had already checked out in my head. I had already said, hey, you know what? You showed up today. It's your first day back. You hadn't worked out in a handful of days. Excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse of it's okay if you don't finish. But having him in my head, having there pushing me, being that accountability partner is what ultimately got me to the finish line before the clock ticked double zero. And that's why, you know, community, support systems, having people in your life that not only understand you, but have good intentions of wanting you to get to the next level, why that is so important. And why if you look at most successful individuals, and I'm not talking just success money or business or whatever, I'm talking about the happiest people that you are around. And you may be one of those. Look at the people in your life that you spend the most time with. Most of the time, they are positive, they are optimistic. They are grateful. They are encouraging. All of those type of things. And by the way, they're also holding you accountable. They're also a a shoulder to cry on. They're also providing constructive feedback. There's a lot of different um, opportunities with all of those relationships we have. It's not just always the positive, but it's also what they're doing to push us forward when we get down. How do they pull us up Um, or how to give us that tough love? That's all needed as well. But that's why the word community is so important to me. And I wanted to share three considerations. You know, as you think about your life and you're trying to improve it and be around better people, there's three levels to this I want you to consider. So the first one is when you get involved in a community, I don't care what the community is, when you get involved, the first question I would ask myself is, do I feel welcomed? Right? Right. Do I feel like when I walk in the door, I'm even welcome? People aren't turning their back to me. They're embracing me. That's a huge uh, delineation right off the bat. Do you feel welcomed? Or do you feel like there's some tension there, almost like you feel like you shouldn't even be there? So first question to ask yourself when you're a part of a new community, it's do I feel welcomed? Do they welcome me into their home when I've never been there before? And do they continue to welcome me If I come back over and over again, the second thing is do you feel included? So I might ask myself, I'm welcome in here, but am I included? Are they asking questions about me? Do they care about me? Are they going in in depth about my background, what I could bring to the table with the community, where I need help, et cetera, et cetera? So it's more than just being welcomed, it's am I included? And then the third leg to this and kind of the deepest part you want to go is, do you feel respected? So it's one thing to be welcomed into the home. It's another thing to be included in the conversation. And they're kind of thinking about you and they're asking about you. It's a third thing to be respected. Do they respect you as a human being? Are they looking out for your feelings? Are they empathetic? Right? That's a lot deeper and vice versa. That should be how you're looking at individuals as well. If you're a part of community, this is, happens a lot with CrossFit, we have new members coming in. Are you going up or am I, I can speak in the mirror, right? Am I going up and asking folks how they're doing, what their name is, what brought them here? Am I including them in? Am I making them feel welcome? Am I making them feel respected? So that's the same thing. If you're a part of a community, do you make people feel that way as well? And that's what I would encourage you to think about as you're joining new communities or you're a part of a community and you want to bring in the right people to that community. Do you feel welcomed? Do you feel included? And do you feel respected? And if you can pull all three of those levers, most likely that's going to be a phenomenal place where you're going to want to hang your hat for a lot of time. And by the way, this goes without saying, but If you don't feel that at all, if something feels off, most likely it is. If it looks like a duck and sounds like a duck, it's probably a duck. So don't be afraid to walk away from communities when you don't feel these three or any of these three. Don't be afraid of walking away from it. Even if you've been in it for a long time, sometimes we have to remove ourselves from situations. It's not always about entering into new situations. It's about the removal as well. And when we start removing ourselves from communities or from places that are not the best fit for us, it opens up new opportunities and more time to be a part of the communities that are best for us. So something to think about as you go forward and try to fulfill your life even more, what are the communities that you're a part of? Is there support there for your endeavors and the things you want to do? And if it's a resounding yes, I would spend as much time there as possible because those are the people, that's the atmosphere that's going to help get you to the next level. Well, thanks again for listening in on another solo episode. I hope you enjoyed this one and you were able to take a couple nuggets away that are going to help you in your life going forward. If I could be a resource at all, please don't hesitate to reach out through my website. That's brianondraco.com, B-R-I-A-N-O-N-D-R-A-K-O.com and hit the contact button, or follow me on all the socials at Brianondraco, and I look forward to connecting with you there. I hope you have a great day, a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Hey, everyone, and just one more quick thing before you head off on your day. If you're enjoying this podcast and are looking for other resources and tools to help you get started and move forward toward a happier and more fulfilling life, then I'd encourage you to head over to my website, Brianondraco.com. And hit the subscribe button in the upper right corner. There you can find my newsletter and blog subscriptions, where I share insights and information around getting unstuck, perspective, mindset, relationships, habits, and much more. If you get a chance to sign up, I hope you enjoy. Thanks again for listening in and have a phenomenal day.